بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger may Allah's salah and salam be upon the noble prophet his household and the companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection we continue the explanation of the concise uh, creed or the concise admonition by Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and he is in this admonition he is discussing the hadith of the Prophet <coughs> where he admonished Mu'ad ibn Jabal the great companion as to have taqwa have taqwa and to follow the bad deed with a good deed and it will wipe it out and he is discussing uh, also the second part now of to deal with people in good ways meaning the character here he reached a citation which he used as evidence concerning the importance of dealing with people with noble ways and have a good character and this refers to the hadith of Abdullah bin Umar may Allah be pleased with him and his father he said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said أَكْمَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِيمَانًا أَحْسَنُهُمْ خُلُقًا most perfect in faith amongst the believers or of the believers are those who are best in character are those who are best in character so here the Prophet ﷺ considered the perfection of faith lies in the perfection of the noble character and it is known that al-iman kulluhu taqwa Allah that iman faith is fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what does it mean taqwa Allah we have discussed this thoroughly but in short it means complying with Allah's commands and abstaining from that which he has forbidden and then he said that the details concerning the origin of taqwa and its foundations and its branches covers the entire deen covers the entire deen the whole deen but he goes on to discuss that the spring of all good and its foundation is number one ikhlas al-abdi bi-rabbi ikhlas al-abdi li-rabbi meaning the person's purification of his actions and intentions having them all solely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his Lord this is the essence and origin of all good and the foundation of it and ikhlas legally Al-Ikhlas means purifying the action 
from every impurity. This is the meaning of al-ikhlas, the legal meaning, al-shari'i. The legal meaning of ikhlas is purifying the action from all sorts of purification or of impurities. And it centers upon the fact that the drive should be compliance with the command of Allah and His will. Such that the action is cleared from any kind of the impurities and the wants of the self like looking good before people seeking their praise running away from their dispraise of the person or seeking to revere them or their wealth seeking their wealth or to serve them and love them and to carry on their needs or the like from the impurities which all refer to intending other than Allah in the action and ikhlas as we all know is the condition is a condition one of the two conditions for the acceptance of the actions and the worships for worship is focused and is built upon rather two things al-ikhlas billah and the mutaba'ah following the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala allah ta'ala allah the most high says in surah al-bayyinah in 98:5 wama umiru illa liya'budu allah mukhlisin lahu ad-din wama umiru illa liya'budu allah mukhlisin lahu ad-din and they will command them not but that they should worship Allah and worship none but Him alone, ascribing or abstaining from ascribing partners to Him. And the Prophet said in the authentic hadith reported in Sahih Muslim, Yaqulullahu Ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ana aghna shuraka an shirk. I am who. I am the one who does not stand to have a partner. فَمَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا فَأَشْرَكَ فِيهِ غَيْرِي تَرَكْتُهُ وَشِرْكَهُ And so whoever does something for me and for other than me, I will leave him to that whom, to that whom he took as a partner with me. In fact, Sheikh al-Islam rahimahullah said in another place, Rather the ikhlas, having the deen sincerely for Allah, this is the matter which Allah accepts nothing but it. Does not accept anything else other than it. And with this he sent the first and the last of the messengers. 
and this is why all the books were sent and this is the essence of the prophetic call and it is the axis around which the Quran is centered and he said in his book Al-Ubudiyyah when he spoke about the merits of worship and ikhlas he said if the heart touches the taste of worship of Allah and having that sincerely for him then it would find nothing more sweet than this and nothing more delighted or delightful than this and nothing more enjoyable than this and there is no good better than this until he said rahimahullah and cited the verse concerning Yusuf alayhi salam Prophet Yusuf as in chapter 12 verse 24 where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected Yusuf from falling into the sin or from the inclination towards that because of his ikhlas Allah ta'ala kathalika ninasrifa anhu su'a wal fahsha' إنه من عبادنا المخلصين and indeed she desired him and he would have inclined to her desire had he not seen the evidence of his Lord thus it was that we might turn away from him evil and illegal sexual intercourse surely he was one of our chosen and guided slaves who were sincere and pure because the person will be inclined towards his desires until he knows and tastes the meaning of ikhlas once he tastes that in his heart and it's strengthened then it will defeat the inclination of the self it will defeat the inclination of the self and he said in another place rahimahullah if the person is indeed sincere to Allah, Allah will choose him to himself and will revive his heart and make it alive or living and thus will turn away from him evil and illegal illegal desires and their manifestations In contrast, is the heart that does not have the ikhlas for Allah. You will find it inclined to whatever desire it looks for. And will cling to that which the person desires and will be inclined to it just like a branch of a tree inclines and bends to any breeze ikhlas to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
by having worship sincere for him worship this worship means in Arabic ibadah linguistically the term ibadah means humbleness and submission humility and in Islamic terms it refers to a comprehensive meaning covering all that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and is pleased with both sayings and actions inward and outward as Shaykh al-Islam himself rahimahullah defined it and in another place he said al-ibadah comprises worship comprises the perfect love and the perfect humility and submission because the beloved one who is not venerated and magnified and one does not humble himself to is not to be considered as one who is worshipped and the venerated and magnified one who is not beloved also he is not considered ma'bud one who to be worshipped one to worship and Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim rahimahullah said Al-Ibadah comprises two foundations the utmost of love with humility and submission and the one whom you may submit to without love then you are not considered as worshipping him until you love him and magnify him and, and humbly and submit to him this in this case will constitute the ibadah the worship and the worship has two conditions which we mentioned earlier the ikhlas the sincerity the purity and this is very difficult and the second is the following of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he shaykh al-islam rahimahullah said in his book al-ubudiyya and that he said that the deen centers upon these two foundations that we worship none except Allah and that we worship him only through that which he prescribed not through innovations as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-kahf and he cited surah al-kahf chapter 18 verse 110 قال الله تعالى فمن كان يرجو لقاء ربه فليعمل عملا صالحا ولا يشرك بعبادة ربه أحدا Sayyid Muhammad I am only Sayyid Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I am only a man like you it has been inspired to me that your ilah God is one so whoever hopes for the meeting with his Lord فمن كان يرجو لقاء ربه we should contemplate this very deeply so whoever hopes for the meeting with his Lord فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا وَلَا يُشْرِكْ بِعِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا 
let him work righteousness and associate none as a partner in the worship of his Lord otherwise his deeds are not going to be righteous and similarly he said that the manifestation of the shahadatain shahadat an la ilaha illallah the testimony that there is no true God except Allah wa shahadatu anna muhammadan rasulullah and the testimony that Muhammad sallallahu is the messenger of Allah in the first one it means we worship none except him and in the second it means that Muhammad is the one who proclaimed therefore we must believe him believe in that which he said trust him in that and comply to his command this is the meaning of the testimonies of faith and Ibn, Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentioned in his book Madarij al-Salikin he said the slave cannot really be ascribing to what Allah says in Surah Al-Fatiha in which we recite you alone do we worship and you alone we seek for help except by two great foundations one of them is following the messenger وسلم, and the other is having ikhlas in worship sincerity in worship what are the pillars of ibadah the pillars of ibadah arkanul ibadah ibadah is established upon three pillars number 1 love al mahabba second fear al khawf third Raja hope and it's inevitable that the slave must combine between these three combine these three because worshipping Allah through fear alone this is the path of the khawarij of the dissidents the rebellion ones because they don't add to that the love and the hope and that's why they don't find a taste for ibadah, for worship. Nor likeness and inclination to it. So to them, it is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an oppressing authority. An oppressing authority. And this inherits despair from the mercy of Allah and it is an ill opinion of Allah and may lead to kufr disbelief in him this is when the person worships Allah only through fear without the other two pillars on the other hand Worshipping Allah through hope alone. This is the way of the deviant sect known as Al-Murji'ah. 
who said enough to have faith, whatever you do, it's forgiven. It does not affect your faith. It does not affect your faith, because to them, deeds are, don't fall or are not part of iman. So this leads to wishful thinking and futile life based on these wishful hopes. And it may lead to the person exiting the fold of Islam. When he thinks and acts like every lawful and awful are the same. Because they are not part of Iman, the actions. And the other thing is that worshipping Allah through love alone. This is the path of the extreme mystic Sufis. Who say that we worship Allah. Not that we fear His fire. And not that we hope for His paradise. Rather, we love him for himself. This is a corrupt way. And have, and this also have terrible consequences. From that is feeling secure from the plot of Allah. And it can lead to heresy and to exiting the fold of the deen. That's why the Salaf, the righteous predecessors, may Allah's mercy be upon them, said their famous statement. Man Whoever worships Allah through love alone, then fahwa zindiq, then he is a heretic. And whoever worships Allah through fear alone, then he is a Haruri. Haruri, this is a reference to the Khawalij, to the dissidents, to the rebellions who rebelled against Ali radiallahu ta'ala. وَمَنْ عَبَدَهُ بِالرَّجَاءِ وَحْدَهُ فَهُوَ مُرْجِئِ And anyone who worships Allah through hope alone, then he is one of the Murji'a, the deviant sect. وَمَنْ عَبَدَهُ بِالْخَوْفِ وَالرَّجَاءِ وَالْحُبِّ فَهْوَ مُؤْمِنٌ مُوَحِّدٌ And anyone, and the one who worships Allah through love, fear and hope, then he is a believer and a muwahid, a true believer on Tawheed. Imam Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah said in his book, Madarij al-Salikin, القلب في سيره إلى الله عز وجل بمنزلة الطائر. The heart in its journey to Allah is like the bird. The love is its head. Fear and hope are the wings, its wings. And when the head and the wings are safe, then the bird will be 
good in its flight. And when they had this cup, the bird dies. And when the wings become vulnerable, or when the wings are lost, then he is vulnerable to every hunter or a predatory bird. The Salaf, rahimahumullah, the righteous for the Salaf, rahimahumullah, considered it recommendable and praiseworthy that during the time when the person is healthy, when one is healthy, to give more weight to fear over hope. And when the person is about to leave this life, give more weight to hope over fear. And others from them said that the most perfect condition is to have a balanced way between hope and fear and love. For love is the mount and hope is the urge and the insight and fear is the driver and Allah is the one who makes you arrive to him by his generosity and favor. We stop here inshallah ta'ala we continue this important subject inshallah on the next in the next meeting Allah Ta'ala A'la wa A'lam wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam